Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. All right, guys, we're shifting over from the old room to this room. As soon as a few of my mods start coming over, I'll be able to leave the room and take the link over to the other room. So there's Nikki. Let me bring Nikki up here. Um, hey, Lisa. Hey. Great room, by the way. I mean, my goodness. Thank you. Really great room. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Nikki, I'm going to drop you down so I can move Yolanda over. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, Yoli, I'm going to go over. Um, take the link over and add it and just shuffle everybody back over here. So just if you could let everybody know that's coming into the room, they may not have been in that other room. What's going on? Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, gotcha. No problem. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. If you are just coming in, please hit that plus sign at the bottom. Bring your friends in. Bring anyone who you think would be interested in this topic. Um, make sure you're following the club as well. It is the Matrix Unveiled, where Lisa hosts some of the best um, rooms on Clubhouse. She speaks on enticing topics that you know people, um, you know, are too nervous to to talk on. But Lisa, you know, she she shares these topics and and she brings awareness to a lot of things that need to be um, awareness needs to be brought to. Hey, Brie. I'm just giving a quick reset for those that are trailing in. Um, the, topic, the topic is, uh, this is the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. And this is day, um, sorry guys, I'm driving. This is day six. So we've been going for six straight days. Um, well, not straight. We took a little break on the weekend. But um, yeah, we have some correspondents that have actually been to the courthouse and um, are coming in and sharing information with us slowly but surely. So we have that as well. Um, and also, you know, the hand raising is on. So if you want to come up, please come up. Feel free to share um, if you have any information on the trial. If you don't want to come up and speak and you have any links that you want to share, please feel free to share them. What we're doing right now, we're just bringing everybody over from the first room, um, and I'm just doing a quick reset. But like I said, make sure that you are following the club, following Lisa and anybody else that you resonate with, and um, we're going to keep this going, um, and I'll start bringing you guys up. And again, ping your friends. And it's from a 672 you know? Tuscaloosa number. Okay. When Tuscaloosa gets 672 number? I'm, I'm going to mute. Okay, cool. He muted his mic. Yes, Dolly. Is that you left? Yeah. You know what? You guys make me want to go down there to the city and just scan the people that are around because I'm under the assumption there's a lot of press and media on the outside of the. Absolutely. Yes, Dolly. I was saying myself the other day, I was like, I wish I lived in New York because I would, you know, definitely be there um, probably, you know, every, well, I have school, but if I didn't have school, I would be. Because, you know, I'm not worried about what's going on inside. I'm more concerned of what's on the outside of the. Absolutely. And the thing that people don't realize is that there's going to be people 
that know them outside of that building talking, you know, and, and, and things like that. So I agree. If you can get up there, Dolly, that would be amazing. But, you know, just, you know, whatever you can do, even just coming into space and sharing knowledge is we're very. And the floor is open if anybody wants to share while people are, you know, slowly trailing in. Please share. If you have anything you want to add to the topic, uh, please do. Hey, you know, some, somebody said something, something interesting in, in the other room when they were um, saying how, like, we, we were kind of um, asking, you know, to defund the police and stuff like that. And then now how, like, there's AI taking over in the police station. And, and all those type of things, you know, I, and, and, you know, I, I, I'm just correlating this to, um, I remember when they were saying they were trying to take the gun laws, um, you know, our, our rights to hold weapons away from us. And, you know, some people were voting for that. And, and some people, you know, a lot of people were voting against it. And, and, you know, I, I kind of, you know, you know, do you, like, do you, I feel like in a sense, all of this is a ploy to get us to, you know, us like humans that, that's basically what i mean to like you know remove ourselves from any sort of like position that holds you know like security or 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 safety that's still human and then give it away to you know like technology um you know and then you know just to tie it all to to human harvesting and, and children harvesting and the fact that like you know um you know they 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 take organs from from dead people and things like that like not just with the kids, but also with like other human beings, you know, like, do, do you, do you, like, I, I just kind of like connecting the dots and finding it very interesting how we're basically taking away our power and giving it more and more to, you know, these, you know, to technology. So I, just to bring up, just to go back to that point that that person was, was referencing in um, the other room, I think it was Claudine who, who spoke on. Okay, I had a question from Eugene. Um, were you speaking about common law earlier when you were talking about stepping away from the 501 and the 503 and going to the 508? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was talking about. Okay, um, I'd like to ask you some questions in the back channel. Okay, so um, when switching over rooms, you guys were going in on the Clarence Avant connection. Did y'all want to pick that um, storyline back up? Because I would be interested to hear what other people are talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah that's, that, that's, yes. that's pretty deep. So Mikey doesn't think it was um, a um, setup. He thinks that, you know, people are... I, I personally think that he's the fall guy for the whole situation. Um, they found the guy and never to be said anything else about it. I just think it's kind of fishy that they found the guy and nothing else is, you know, being No, you know, you know why, though, because like I said, when you're dealing with a high profile type of dude, like if you don't really understand who that guy is, just go watch The Black Godfather on Netflix and you'll understand no, why he's a very high profile guy. And when somebody's like that like, happens in that type of way, um, he has a lot of powerful people that are going to, you know, usually that don't come forward for other people. They're going to come forward for him. 
and make sure that he gets justice because of, like I said, they took the man's wife in his home. So, uh, I, you know, all the little gangbangers and robbers and, you know, shit that's, you know, they doing in L.A., they better tighten up because uh, it's, it, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be some shit. But my question not, is, why would okay, you don't think it's all? a hit, uh, Mikey? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. There was someone originally Sorry. speaking, then she was interrupted. Can we allow her to finish Go ahead. whatever that was? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, you know, why would they show him at all? If they were going to handle it on the back end, why not just, you know, say, you know, it's under investigation? That's how they That's how they do, Queen. You know, like, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's kind of tough to explain, but that's how they do for certain individuals, depending on who you are. And because of who he is, I guarantee you, whoever they got, the suspect they got, whether he was the shooter, whatever the case may be, pretty sure it was more than one person that went in that home. So they gonna get him to squeal. They got ways in this in this country to make you talk. Agreed, you know but I mean? but it's funny that no one else got hurt. It wasn't no major things taken. Like it was just. Go. It, the only thing happened we, basically was his wife got killed, and I guess we don't, we don't know if anything got taken. They didn't really give us no information like that, so we can't say if anything got taken or not. Well, that's just hypothetically speaking. We can say that, but we don't know for sure because you know Clarence Avant hasn't spoke. Nobody else has spoke. Nobody. They didn't go in depth about what was taken or anything. Was that that didn't even matter? The point of the matter, right. they, his wife got killed. You know what I'm saying? Let's so let Tiffany. Tiffany, did Tiffany get a chance to finish what she yeah, was saying? Yeah, I was just saying that. No, I'm just, I was actually the one who's saying, I feel like, you know, they didn't elaborate if they took anything. The only thing that happened was that, she, you know, that happened to anybody was his wife got killed. I think his bodyguard got shot one time and they had one suspect. Um, it was three people, you know, against one. A, a parent, you know, I, I think... If they're going to catch one, they're going to catch more. And even if it is so high profile, they shouldn't even brought out the person's name to say we have someone and, you know, keep it to themselves. I mean, even with Nipsey, when when the things went down with Nipsey, they showed that uh, shitty cuz guy a few times, you know, at least going to court. But like this guy, they showed him nothing else has been said. And not a lot of people gave shout outs on, you know, in their condolences that he's connected with. So I just find it very. Well, you know, Nipsey and Clarence Avant, that's two different levels of, uh, you know, that's just, that's different levels. We can't compare that. That's just, it's just, two, it's just different levels. Different, different levels. Plus, that documentary was done by uh, Obama, the one on Netflix, right? Wasn't that the one that the Obamas um, produced for Netflix? I don't know for sure who produced it. I would have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure they might have had something to that makes sense. I know he was close to Obama and his daughter's husband is, I think, one of the co-founders or at least one of the high executives of Netflix. She's married to the Netflix, I think. Um... Yeah, just a very sad situation. That's all, man. I, I, I just, it's just Can unreal. You, but... I used to live in LA and I have a lot of friends that live in those areas and they're strapping up. No, you like, can't hear whoever's that. that yeah, yeah, you sound like you're in a washing machine. So you got <laughs> No, we can't hear you at all, darling. Got to get your situation together, brother. You got to get your phone situation together. That was better. We heard that. Oh, you heard that? Okay. 
Not that. It sounds like <laughs> no, no. Gonna like be using Bluetooth oh or a headset or something. Go to that triple. Oh boy. Okay. Well, he's gone now, guys. That was mad funny. Shorty said, it "Sound like he in the in the washing machine." Am I still in the mouth washing machine? <laughs> Can I just say something? I'm, I'm perfect now. You sound better. Yeah, you sound better. Oh, I was just gonna tell you that. There are a lot of people in those areas that are really strapping up. There are a lot of home invasions, so it could be just that. Because, I mean, that what happened probably is there's a bunch of friends that run some of the biggest studios in Hollywood right now and they're strapping up because they're scared. Because there's people literally coming in and robbing you in your house. And it's just there's like conspiracy or anything. It's just going really madhouse over there. Yeah, yeah somebody got robbed. Yep, so you exactly. Mean, so you mean to tell me two high-profile people with that much money don't have no armed security guard? They had a security guard, apparently. And then, but look, but only one? How many do they really have? I know from back center type of shit. That's, that woman had money, too. Now, number two. Who else has this man lost in his family? Has he lost anybody close to him, like mama, sisters, you know, like? That I do not know. No. I do know there's a lot of, there's a lot of industry people right now that are scared because they're scared of getting robbed right now. I know that. So, and there's people getting robbed right being pulled up when they're eating outside with the Rolex watches and shit. It's crazy in Beverly Hills. I mean, it's different out there. So yeah, a lot of a out. lot of people are getting security right now because I have a lot of friends out in the Hollywood Hills and that, yeah. and those things, and they getting um extra security because, like I said, people are getting robbed at restaurants. You know, people are getting robbed in uh in, in the mall parking lots right now, and they getting robbed at their homes. You know, people pulling up to their driveways and people pulling up. You know what I mean? And if you're not strapped. You know, a lot of people, are, you know, we lot, a lot of times we live in comfort zones, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's all just shocking. You know, you don't live in a, and, and these are nice neighborhoods. You got to think these are neighborhoods that you ain't like they just in Compton or, you know, the rough parts of the neighborhoods in Cali, you know, they out in, you know, Beverly Hills and, and these rich areas that are, you know, you know, pretty much have their own police, at, 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 you know, in, in these areas and, you know, and it's still getting, it's still happening, you know what I'm saying? So. I do agree with Shannon because I do live here in uh, L.A., like, you know, close to Sony Studios. And this is a really nice neighborhood, supposedly. And ever since last year, um, I was the one talking about, you know, somebody was mentioning, like, people chanting defund the police. But also the LAPD is very, very corrupted. So I wouldn't even doubt, but this is just my opinion and I don't want to offend anybody. I wouldn't even doubt that a lot of these jobs are being also done like inside jobs, especially in Beverly Hills, because it's very hard for a hoodlum, let's call that, to go up there and know which houses they're going to hit, if you guys know what I mean. Because there is a lot of corruption within the departments here, but like I said, the um, violence and the, you know, robberies here have gone up a lot very significantly can i just
Yeah, guys, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Walk in, guys, we're just popcorn oh, style. Okay. I, Let it roll. I just want. I just wanted to say that I find it really interesting that all of these events are happening in the midst of this trial going on. That's really suspicious. Number two, I think that a lot of like it's just it's so connected on so many levels. It's kind of actually mind blowing. Like all these CEOs are resigning. Like it's just a lot of messy things with the Clarence Avon situation. In my opinion, I think that was a hit. And I think that was a message at that too, because out of all the houses you could have hit, you hit the, you hit a mover and shaker in, in, in the black his, in our, in our history. And, actually worldwide like that's just can i can i say something to back to piggyback off that yeah go ahead it's crazy because it's seven billion people in the world estimated right right and so and y'all know how to i don't know how anybody in here feels about covid situation but that vaccination why are they mandating that they're mandating that to 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 decrease the population all these killings like kobe bryant just died Nipsey Hussle got shot, and you know what I'm saying? These are not coincidences. They're trying to, de like, the, the the top people, like the trillionaires of the world, they're working together to decrease the population. They said this. It's been stated. They want, they want only, like, 500 million people on this, on the planet, and it's 7 billion people. Like, th this is, like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, young, young Dolph just got shot, like, a rapper, like, all these dyings are not just coincidences. It's like they're trying to decrease this population in the United States so the rich can get richer and the poor stay poor, which is really sad, to be honest. Well, this is Cassandra. That's not the only tie-in. I think that's a yes and. Um, but when we look at some of the individuals, high profile, et cetera, you have to understand the type of individuals these people are, right? So they will always be at to protect their own. So when you understand people stepping down or people being killed, they'll kill their own. I mean, this, is, this isn't this is a safe game for any of them. They will literally kill their own. It's kind of like letting the Middle East, you know, just kind of pulling out and everything, just being, you know, let them go at it. They kill them. They kill their own. So that's another piece here. And you're exactly right, Ja. Thanks for adding that in. Nothing is not connected here. So that's why earlier in the room I said, you gotta start watching as these six weeks prolong and go keep going is continuing to see the people that are dropping out of their CEO positions, et cetera, et cetera, because you can't hide anymore, right? You can't hide anymore. The light is fully on you. You can't hide anymore. It's only a matter of time. So, you know, great points. And Queen, were you done with your comments? I wanna make sure that you were finished there. Yes, I was done. I just, that's all I wanted to say. I just think that it's really suspicious that all these people are stepping down from their positions. People are getting killed in the midst of this trial. And I find it really, I, I wasn't, I came into the other room a little bit later, but the whole Ghislaine situation, I've been following this for like the past three years obsessively. And the fact that there wasn't even a peep from her while she was in custody it's just it's the whole thing is just weird to me to be honest and if you look at her family background that's even more weirder like her dad and how he passed it's just it's a mess that's all i want to say all right guys this is lisa um i'm gonna go ahead and pivot
Um, great discussion. We can go back to that, but you know, what we've been doing all day is we've been waiting for a, one of our Matrix Unveiled correspondents to come back from court and um, give us the 411 on what has been going on today. So we do have that individual. It was supposed to be two people. EXO is supposed to be here as well, but I don't see, um, she hasn't been in here all day, but we have Tunde on the stage. So we're gonna turn the microphone over to Tunde. And so, yeah, Tunde, give us um, what was court like today? And you know, how long were you there? And if you just give us a, a good rundown and some detail. What's going on? Um, can y'all hear me? Cause I'm using my headphones on my side. You sound low, bro. I sound low? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm outside and I'm carrying stuff in my hands, so I can't. Maybe I'll, I'll pop back in in like a little bit, Lisa. Um, it might be better that way. That's fine. Yeah, get your, get your um audio situation together, and we'll continue the conversation. You guys, you can continue what you were talking about. I just wanted to make sure that we gave him the stage because you know they're going to court and stuff like that, and that's what the people have been waiting on all day. And we've just been having conversations until we can get our correspondence back from the ground into the room. But yeah, let's continue talking. Tunde, just let us know when you get settled and you're ready to share with us about court today. Hey, y'all, I was thinking about something. Why after the um, the George Floyd situation, you had uh, it, the position changed to crime in every city and crime picked up. It makes me think that the the police might have given the green light to the streets. We also know that um, confidential informants are responsible for a lot of the crimes in the country, and they 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 basically get get a green pass to commit crime after crime. So I yeah. definitely think that the crime has been intentionally engineered. Like the situation with the I forgot the guy's name, the white. I know y'all saying it. The white guy, the white kid, he went in, I think he was in high school, killed like four people, like four kids. Like, that was crazy. Like, what's what's up with that? Like, how do you wake up with that mindset? That's you got, just. You got to realize that we're dealing with a whole lot of things that are going on, right? The breakdown of the matrix, the, um, the, the great reset, a lot of people dealing with things from the pandemic and all the lockdowns and all of that. We've got 5G towers that have. Yeah. A lot of people have been vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? And I, listen, if you've been vaccinated, this is not a shot at you. You know, definitely, you know, I feel like everyone is free to make any choices and do whatever they want to do uh, with that. But I'm just saying that um, a lot of people are going to are not going to be able to handle the, the levels of negative energy that's out here. I mean, what exactly like, as you guys were describing, you know, what's going on with the home invasions and stuff. It really sounds like um, two things. It sounds like um, the purge. And it sounds like the Hunger Games, right? Where it, it, a lot of people lost their jobs and people are out here trying to survive. It, you know, that's it's, um, that's crazy. You say that. I'm sorry to cut you off, Lisa, but they make these movies and it's like the, these trillionaires. That's like they make these movies and it's not a coincidence. Like the Matrix, how, this is a Matrix like clubhouse. The Matrix, they made that movie. Like we really living in the Matrix. Like you just said, the Hunger Games. And uh, what was the other one you just said? Hunger the, purge, the Purge. The Purge. Yeah, like this is what the world is really, they, they're trying to turn the world into that. Like, you know how COVID came, we got masks. On The Purge, everybody had a mask. So now we all got to wear a mask now. You know what I'm saying? It's like kind of all connected. Like, it's, 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 re it's real deeper than, it's real deep. Like, it's crazy. You know, yeah, so Jar, if I could, oh, 
sorry. Uh, no, I was just saying predictive program. Right. Yeah, I was going to say the, the in plain sight stuff, like people say that part of it is that uh, not just the mockery thing of like putting something where everyone can see it to make people who point at it, like other people say, you're reading too much into this stuff. And then they dismiss it when they see like not everything is a sign, but some of them are definitely are things. And on that point, like with the pandemic and other stuff, there's that whole wave of like zombie movies and uh, books and comics and everything and things and other stuff. Uh, that one from like 2012, uh, Contagion, that a bunch of people were saying early in COVID, like, wow, isn't it just like Contagion? Like there's some theory that putting things in front of people to register creates some kind of reality. So for whatever amount anybody makes of that, that's uh I believe that trying to provoke fear into people, that's what I think. Because, like, you know how, like, in The Simpsons and show, they had Donald Trump as the president on the exact year in The Simpsons. That was years before Donald Trump became president. Like, they, this is all planned out. None of this is, life is nothing, nothing is a coincidence. Like, everything happens for a reason. Like, that wasn't, like, and then how, like, old TV shows had flying cars and stuff. Like, they didn't have that back in the day, but now we have Tesla, electric driving cars. Cars can park themselves now. So it's like, they're already planning for stuff 100 years from now. We just don't know about it. We're really living in the matrix. We don't know what's, you know what I'm saying? Like, none of this is just coincidence. They've had, they got this stuff planned out, literally. Hey, this is... This is Jordan, and I'd I like to add a little input. Uh, I don't know if how many of y'all follow the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial, um, where the FBI, it came out that the FBI had aerial footage of what happened, but they didn't want to release it. Uh, and then, in that same time frame, there were 22 terabytes of data that leaked from Dallas Police Department helicopter footage, where they've been these cities are surveilling the entire city in real time, recording the entire city. So at any time, they can go back and figure out where a car came from, who got out of the car. Uh, this technology has been out there for at least 10 years. So that's one reason we know there's law enforcement involved and they crawling through these clubhouse rooms and sowing distrust and even some of the moderators and some of the other rooms are working with them. Uh, but it, that lets you know nothing is going unnoticed by the law enforcement. They're actually part of it because all these kids, women and children coming up missing, they could easily roll back that footage. That's why the FBI didn't want us to know that they were actually surveilling that city. And then it came out that Dallas is doing the same thing and Detroit is doing the same thing. So these cities are actually got real time recorded. They got drones. They got footage from helicopters. They got footage from satellite. You know, it was, it was a gentleman 10, 15 years ago, created a camera system using mm -hmm. 
um, he was using the um, cameras from a cell phone and he combined multiple cameras into this device that allows him to record every single movement in a city at the same time. That's yeah, dope so. as hell. I just had to say. So I'm going to land my plane there, but it, it, we, we definitely need to start watching these law enforcement officials uh, because they, they've been doing this for a long time. They're the only ones that can move around the city and stop people with, without any conflict, without anybody questioning it, right? During the pandemic, you got kids being hung in trees and all this stuff. Nobody see anything. They're the only ones that can move around the city. You got the EMTs and you got the police department. So you can't have this many kids and women going missing and nobody sees nothing. And we know they're recording. So they, 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 they're not coming back and, and, and giving any input on suspects. So if they're not giving input on suspects, they have to be part of it. I'll land my plane. Hey, this is Key speaking real quick. Uh, I, I had something really interesting happen over the weekend, and it's kind of weird that uh, several people that I know had the same thing. So I had this dream of, like, this cataclysmic event, and I wake up. So I was sleeping on the couch and the dreams kicked the fuck out of me because it was like, excuse my language, but it was so vivid. I wake up, go into the room, it's four o'clock. My wife is awake on her phone, said, I had a bad dream. I asked her to describe it. It was kind of a similar event. I, next morning, I see my best friend. I said, have you had any bad dreams recently? He describes another cataclysmic event dream. So that's three people within my circle that had the same dream this weekend. I was wondering if anyone else had a similar experience. It's funny that you said that because I just got a notification um, of Elizabeth April going live about like psychic attacks and dreams and stuff like that. So I guess that's a that's a big thing going on. Yeah, I had a few friends have um, the Travis Scott experience like uh, in their dream. It was crazy about it. They had the dream like over the night that the event was happening how y'all so, feel about that travis scott event that was wild like I, that was uh, crazy oh can i share something um sorry um someone shared with me a really um good you know yet disturbing video about the travis scott incident and the um the web uh the youtube channel it's uh dana ashley but it's Ashley, A-S-H-L-I-E, I believe. And how um, that whole incident was basically a um, satanic ritual abuse. Mm. With all the like satanic symbolism. And I mean, you have to watch the video. It's hard for me to um, explain, explain it, you know, just here in a few minutes. And um, I'm just also going to share that I'm, I'm also over here in New York and I've gone to the Ghislaine Maxwell trial uh, four times last week. I didn't go today because I'm just kind of dealing with some stuff and I kind of plan on going like Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I still have my notes. I've been taking notes and like trying to, I make videos. I, I, um, I, you know, uh, write down my notes and then I've made a few videos uh, translating my notes if anybody wants to uh, check them out. Um, 
it's on a platform that I have called one great work network.com. And that's it. Thank you so much, everyone, for um, being warriors. Would you like to share anything um, here with us verbally? About, about, about court about, today? Sorry? Would you like to share anything verbally with us about what took place in court today? Well, yeah, I didn't go today, but I was there the whole day on Friday. And they okay, okay, I gotcha. They had the, um, uh, um, sorry, Palm Beach PD on the stand. And Friday was a really kind of boring day because um, they... They just went through a lot of stuff about what should be sealed and what should not be sealed. And um, they didn't show us cer certain things. They played a 40-minute, uh, what they called was a walk-through video of NYPD, you know, collecting the evidence and then, you know, showing the uh, outlay of the residents um, vi on videotape before and after their walkthrough to make sure that they didn't like destroy or disturb anything. And we weren't allowed to see it. They didn't show it to us. And then after they were getting into this whole, um, you know, the, the, um, the, it was actually the defense believe it or not, who was saying, why is this stuff being under seal? Like, why can't it be revealed? Um, and there was, you know, some photographs. They didn't really show anything that incriminating um, in the photographs that we saw, but um, it's really tiring and exhausting to, um, to be there and to... Um, be going um, through all of this stuff and trying to, you know, write down word for word everything that's being said. Um, um, so yeah, like I, I'm, I'm probably going to go back Wednesday this week and Friday. Um, I just well, we appreciate that. We have correspondence on the ground. We had somebody in the room in the courtroom every day except Monday because Monday we thought we'd, we'd be able to call in. Um, so we had people there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and nobody went Friday. We didn't do a room, and we had somebody in the courtroom today. We're just waiting for him to get settled. You guys know New York is crazy. People take subways, and it's really yeah. noisy outside. You know what I mean? I so, know who he is. I know. Um, Tunde? Um, yes. Yeah, I met him. Um when was it? Like last week, one day, maybe it was... Uh... Y'all look at that. We we bringing people together on the app through the Matrix Unveil Club. I don't know what you're doing if you're not following the club, guys. Yeah, he the club. he's the one that told me about this and invited me to this um, group today. Awesome. Um. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, well, I, I'm a content creator, but, um, and I, I, I've been speaking, trying to speak out about child abuse, literally, not exaggerating, <laughs> since the 70s, um, and it's uh, onegreatworknetwork.com is the platform. Hey, Lisa, oh, my bad, my bad, yeah, Catherine, right. yeah, you can keep speaking, that's my... Oh. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's just onegreatworknetwork.com where I am. Um, and we, they just had uh, on Saturday in New York City 
an event for the survivors of Jeffrey Epstein. I was trying to promote it for two months at least. Um, it was called EpsteinJustice.org. Um, there should have been literally thousands of people there, and there weren't. Um, the um, If anybody is not familiar with the, the Franklin Credit Union scandal, um, I would encourage people to look that up because it was uh, similar to Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not sure if it was larger than Jeffrey Epstein, but again, it goes to the very, you know, so-called top of um, the echelons in the White House. And um, the author of the book, The Franklin Scandal, Nick Bryant, was one of the organizers who put on this event on Saturday. And um, he had invited one of the speakers was trafficked during the Franklin Credit Union scandal. And, um, you know, she's, you know, of course, older now. And they put her in jail because they put her in solitary confinement because she would not recant her testimony about, you know, exposing, you know, the so-called, you know, bigwigs um, at the top who trafficked. Um, I mean, this it's really disturbing, um, you know, stories, the Franklin scandal book and also the Franklin cover-up book which was written by a John DeCamp, who was a turn an, an attorney for the victims, which I read also like years ago and had nightmares after I read it because some of the abuse is just utterly like um, horrible. And I've been just trying my, you know, my best over like the years um, more so since like Occupy Wall Street started to bring the focus to you know, child abuse, the abusive family system that I got silenced from speaking out about, you know, literally for fifty years, and um, and it's all of the silence and all of the criminalization of the innocent and the the healthy people telling the truth that has basically created this you know wonderful insanity that we're living in today. Wow. Yeah, it gets very deep and it's extremely disturbing. I watched a video last week of a lady in the UK. She was outside. I don't know when she did the video, but I, I watched it a few days ago um, where she was saying, you know, and it really sort of, you know, jogged me in a way. Um, she said, if this is hard to listen to, just imagine what those children had to go to go yeah. through. Wasn't and that um, Jeanette Archer that said that? She was out in front. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, um, Jeanette Archer. Yes, and she talked about being born into this family, into yeah. like her mom yeah. was a part of it, right? And it was those things are really bad. Like I, I can't play them in this room, you know, because of you know we're on Clubhouse and stuff like that, and it's so graphic. And um, but I just want to commend you for the work that you're doing, Catherine, and thank you so much for being here in the room with us today. You're more than welcome to share more. We'd love to hear more, but can you just please tell the people like, again, how um, they can, you know, um, you know, go and read your stuff online that way, you know, because this is, we all, we're all in this together, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we have to do this work. So what was the name of your website again? So for, in case somebody missed it. Right. Um, the platform, it's called one w zero, you know, O N E great g r e a t work w o r k network.com 
and um, you know, if if they just go to the content creators page, um, they'll they'll see me. And I um, um, I mean, I've been like trying, you know, like do, literally doing things all my life. I mean, again, I don't want to sit here and give you my whole life story, but I just woke up like so early. I didn't have, you know, um, it wasn't sexual abuse that I dealt with in the seventies. It was, it was really like psychological. I mean, and it was torture. So I, I call it torture and um, in the home. But then what was even worse was when you tell people and they criminalize you and they silence you and they literally treat you like uh, like there's something wrong with you or they just try to make you feel like you didn't experience what you experienced. I mean, I can't believe that people actually could suffer worse abuses than what I did because I literally like like suffered, um, you know, health issues. I mean, I did fitness all my life. I stood up to my abuser and I got guilted for that. But I believe I always felt that standing up to my abuser gave me um, like a sort of um, a reserve bank account, I, I guess you could call it, um, to just give me a certain amount of strength, um, to, um, even though my health got really um, harmed and I was traumatized and I walked around in like shame and, you know, all my life. But I, I worked out all my life. I read all my life. I studied and I never sold out for money and I kept talking about this issue because I knew um, you know abusive relationships um, you know I always tried to get people to just move in the direction of better health and fitness mentally physically and spiritually like all my life and you know build healthy families healthy communities and the people around me just were not interested it's like People are just lazy, you know, they think the answer is always just having a job, you know, as long as you just had a job, you know, you were good, you were like, you know, a, 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 I don't know, decent member of society, like nobody tried to excel, like nobody tried to, you know, be fitter, like I was just obsessed with being fitter, because it was so obvious this system was destroying destroying health physically and psychologically and and people were not you know being raised to self-actualize you know to reach their healthy authentic potential and that bothered me so much and I was like not gonna you know stop talking about this stuff and try to empower people and you know I mean the people around me they they criminalized me like they weren't even interested themselves in being empowered, in, in um, uh, you know, reaching the, the potential that they are capable and what is their right to reach in this world. And they were just satisfied, you know, just kind of being complacent and just having jobs and kids. And that's why, you know, this is happening with this COVID because as long as the people are just gonna give their power away and live like adult children, you know, and think that the powers that be are looking out for them when millions of children are not even being taken care of in their own homes. You know, you know, the, the family system was always this like micro of the macro. And, you know, it wasn't a, um, a rare occurrence that children were being neglected or abused at home. And it was always kind of seen and regarded as like normal you know, to have children, to kind of break their spirit, beat them into submission and make them like obedient order followers. 
you know, all of their lives. And um, as, you know, as long as people saw that as normal and never even had a concept that there's a such thing as psychological health, emotional health, healthy relationships, and spiritual health. I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So now physical health is completely like exposed because people didn't have, you know, the higher levels of health, you know, psychologically and spiritually to protect their physical health. So now it's like, you know, right, physical health is completely like up for grabs by the, the sociopaths that be, you know, because people didn't fight like hell to make sure that, you know, they reached their full, you know, healthy expression in this world. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, Lisa. No, I appreciate the work you do. And thank you so much for coming into this club and share with us. And hopefully you'll come back after going to court and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but Tunde, are you ready? Tunde, are you ready? Yeah, I, I could speak right now. Um, okay. I'm outside. I'm in the street. So if y'all hear like horns and cars, like just, yeah, I'm outside. But my share is not going to be too long. Um, if EXO pops in, she can probably share more, a lot more than I can, because she was there pretty much the whole day. So I, I stepped in towards the end, uh, like the last hour and a half. And um, what I got from it, by the time I walked in, they were talking about like some safe that I think that, I'm not sure, I think the FBI, um, they searched uh, Epstein's apartment in New York and they like obtained a safe of some sort and um at first they were going over pictures of like um the scene from when they first like searched the apartment the premises and obtained the safe um like they're going going after before and after pictures to establish whether or not evidence was tampered with and then after that um they started to get into what the safe was about to begin with. So that was, that was um, towards the very end. And they, it looked like they were about to start um, re revealing what was inside of the safe. And it was a bunch of CDs that Epstein had kept in there, apparently. Um, so they revealed from looking at the first CD that the very first thing that they saw was a naked, was a picture, a naked picture of Epstein and Ghislaine. And then after they revealed that much, the judge was like, all right, it's five o'clock. We'll continue tomorrow. So I'm personally not going to be able to make it tomorrow because I got work. But if anybody is thinking about making it this, this week, I think tomorrow is going to be a pretty important day because they're about to reveal the contents of those CDs that were obtained from that safe. And like I said, the very first picture that, you know, they revealed so far was a naked picture of Epstein and Jelaine. And it was a bunch of those CDs. So it's a lot of content. So, um, yeah, that's my share. Uh, if EXO pops in, she was there the whole day. Like I said, she could share more. But that, that's all I got. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And letting us know that tomorrow is going to be a day. We should probably do another room. We can't do them every day. Um, if you... Um, you know, reach out to EXO. You know, we can definitely have her in the room tomorrow because, guys, you know, you never know what people have going on in their lives. 
maybe she just wasn't able to make it, you know, um, today trying to get back home or, you know, fight those streets in New York or whatever. Um, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. But thank you so much for that share today. Guys, the floor is open. Whoever would like to speak. Lisa, can I jump in real quick, please? Lisa, thank you so much. Hey, uh, this is Jason. Um, I, I'm, I'm jumping onto the gym real quick. Catherine, thank you so much for all that you said. There's a lot of truth in there. Um, and I just want to pop on to actually speak to you all and just say how beautiful this room is uh, to see so many people of different walks of life talking about these subsurface, real and deep um, topics that a lot of our friends and family sometimes laugh at us about because, you know, as we've been talking about, you know, if it's not on the surface, it's not real. And that's where, you know, the media in the world wants to keep us just busy. So I'm really glad I stumbled across this room because I just, I just tripped into it. <laughs> um, but I am definitely going to follow. And I want to thank you all for being just so real and talking about topics that uh, just really aren't the norm. So thank you so very much. Thank you, Jason. And thank you for those kind words. And we're happy that you, tri you tri um, tripped into this room today, too. You know, um, you got to find your tribe and that's energetically wherever you're supposed to be is where you're going to end up. So let's keep it going, you guys. Lisa, it's I Jackie. You, um, when yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sweetheart. I thought you'd finished. Um, just on that message I had sent you earlier, authorities in Ireland were looking for flight records of Epstein's flights over a 10-year period to Ireland. And miraculously, all those flight records have been shredded. They wanted to find out whether there were young girls on the flights and who was on the flights. But there is no record of those flights anymore, apparently. So there you go. The mystery continues and it's far reaching, very far reaching. So this is Jackie handing back the baton. Thank you so much, guys. The floor is open, man. This has been, every time I do this room, it's like so many amazing things happen. When I say amazing, so many things that are being revealed, you know, we're working together, we're putting the pieces together. And I think that it's, you know, uh, a credit to all of the people in this room that um, are in tap with their humanity, because a lot of people have lost that. You know, we were, um, if we want to pick back up on the conversation with um, Clarence Avant, you guys, um, you know, because we were tapped into that. And I, I do believe that there are some connections there. You know, I know that Mikey was in the room earlier and he's connected to the music industry. And I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, you know, when they're in my space. Um, and I didn't want to, you know, like make him feel bad or anything like that. But um, I think that there's more to it than what's meeting the eye because you know all these break-ins and stuff going on in hollywood okay well i get it there's break-ins going on in hollywood but why like don't they have like gated secure like gated um homes and you know how people are just getting into their homes like what's going on you know what i mean how does this person break into their home he has a bodyguard inside and she gets killed but then the bodyguard didn't even shoot back it doesn't make any sense you guys you know what i'm saying so We've covered the gamut. Um, anybody else has anything that they would like to say? Can I? I want to say something, Lisa, if I can. Of course, absolutely. Um, just because you were talking about Hollywood, and then you said something about the positive energy in here, I just, I'm gonna switch the topic a little bit. Um, because I know I I joined late, so I'm not sure about the death situation y'all talking about the home invasion. 
but I, I've heard Hollywood. Um, so I'm going to just switch it up a little bit. But, um, like, um, the fight last night, Javante Davis, I don't know if y'all watch boxing, but it was a fight last night at the uh, Los Angeles Lakers Stadium, the Staples Center. And that's about to change to the Crypto Center. It's about to be called the Crypt Center. So if anybody in here is into, into like, Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of that, I'm telling you to get – well, I'm not telling you. I'm, I'm giving advice um, to download Crypto.com if you don't already and invest some money into the Crypto.com because eventually they're changing the name to the Stable Center to the Crypt Center on December 25th, and they play the Nets, which is Christmas. So I heard in another clubhouse, Bitcoin is at like 50000 right now. Within a couple of years, it's going to drop to like 20000 and the crypto.com, which is the crypt center, is going to basically replace Bitcoin. So I just wanted to kind of switch the narrative um, just for a second. But I just heard Hollywood and the Staples Center, you know, is in Los Angeles. So that's all I wanted to share. I saw XL come in. Oh, that would be great. Is EXO in the building? EXO, if you're in the audience, raise your hand. We'll bring you up on stage. Really so helpful. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, that's that's a good tip, actually, guys. And I do have some... I am going to be working with somebody to... Um, for those of that are interested in crypto, um, you know, I'm not a crypto boss. I, I am invested in crypto. Um, but, you know, I... I'm trying to make the right alliances with people that can um, share that information with um, with my audience, right? So that everybody can make some money. I don't see XO in the audience at all. Yeah, it just came up in the green in the green. I think she came in and she left. Yeah. Oh, she's down there. She left. Oh, no, she's back she Okay, maybe she's having some problems with her, with her phone. I don't see her. Hey, guys. Is she on stage? <laughs> yeah, she's right on stage. Yeah. She's right here. <laughs> she's, she's doing magic tricks. <laughs> oh. hey, Welcome, XO. How y'all doing? We're doing well. I'm so glad that you you made it. You know, I thought you weren't going to be able to make it until tomorrow. I didn't know, like, what happened after court. But I'm glad that you're here. Would you like to, um, are you ready to give us a breakdown of what took place today? Oh, no. Maybe you got the wrong XO. Oh, <laughs> she said the wrong exo. I was ready to listen. <laughs> Damn, because I, I, I didn't been I didn't been in court. I was ready. To, I hate going to court. I was ready, to, <laughs> but let's let, where the real exo at? Exo, come out. Will the real exo please stand up? Please stand up. <laughs> That's funny. Y'all could back to the audience. Funny. I'm just here to listen. <laughs> yeah, because okay. I was like, I was like, when did I follow this exo again? She follows me. Oh, I will say though, Excel, House and you? Habitat oh. uh, went to the trial, and on her Instagram stories, she's doing like you know what she usually does. She's posting because she lives in another state, so she finally made it to New York to start attending the trials to like because she's all about doing like the real journalism, like and taking it upon herself to do journalism. So um, she's like put she's putting up stories. And it pretty much is what Bree read earlier, the transcript. Um, she Oh, she added that uh, K 
Kate says this relationship with Jeffrey continued over a decade into her 30s. The last contact she can recall happening was when she was 34. She says she finally cut things off when she became a mother. The defense fronted by Bobby Sternheim went hard to discredit Kate's character, um, I, which I think was also mentioned. They brought up Kate's addiction, coke, booze, sleeping pills, suggesting that might shift her memory emails from Kate to Epstein while he was in jail, promising photos to him, asking to stay with him in New York issues surrounding a visa that Epstein could have helped her secure portraying her as a fiercely determined clout chasing daughter of a debutante who grew up in a posh neighborhood in London. She zeroed in; They zeroed in on her sobriety. She meaning Bobby and how she could break a pattern in her life. So I, I mean, I guess we kind of covered that stuff already, but that's all that she's posting. But if you want, if you've missed, you know, Brie reading the transcript earlier. Yeah, and we have those transcripts posted in the Discord as well, guys. So if you're not tapped in and you would like to be, you can click the link at the top of the page. It's super easy to join. Um, uh, I, 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 I have really been enjoying, um, and I know that people have to work and things like that. <clears throat> but I've really been enjoying the people in this club that are going to the trial because they're they're coming back and they're saying like how they felt, you know, with extensive notes, right? Not just transcripts, but like they're taking notes. This is what was said, how they, you know, how the prosecution reacted, how the defense reacted. So we've been getting like the the, the best feedback based upon, you know, not actually being to be there ourselves or to see it on television or any of that stuff. So, you know, it's a new week. I know XO went today um, and um, Tunde said that she was there all day and she probably, you know, something probably came up that she wasn't able to make it into the room, but I'm pretty sure um, she'll be able to come in tomorrow. Hopefully I'll check in and see. So we'll, we'll play it by ear guys. Just make sure you join the club. If you join the club, as soon as I put something on the calendar, you should get a notification that it's been scheduled and that will determine whether or not we do a room um, tomorrow on this. So, yeah, that's it. Hey, Let's keep going. I, I have a question really quick for you, uh, for anybody can answer. But um, so I don't really watch the news because television tells lies to your vision. But I see this, y'all talking about the Maxwell trial. But, like, what's, how do you pronounce, what is that, Gizzling, Giz, how do you pronounce it? it the it's Ghislaine. So the S is silent. Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine Maxwell. So what happened? Like I don't know. What's what what went on? What what did some what happened? What's the issue? Like, okay. Have you heard of um Jeffrey Epstein and Epstein Island? He's a very yeah. Um, okay. So she was basically his right hand. They were like the terrible two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he quote since he quote unquote um you know killed himself in jail. Um, she went, she went into hiding, but they caught her in 20, um, 2020. So he died in 2019. They caught her in 2020. She's been, you know, sitting, quote unquote, sitting in jail. Um, although we've never seen any photographs of her being arrested, a mugshot or anything like that. Um, so she's on trial for all the things now. Yeah. So they worked hand in hand. So this is, that's her trial. So she's on trial because her partner killed himself in jail. No, because she was a co-conspirator. Okay, I got you. Okay, yeah. I got you. She All was right. part of the child trafficking and activities, and especially got you, got you. Okay. of 
vulnerable young girls and boys and children, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and if you Google her, you will see that she grew up in like a 53-bedroom mansion. Her father was extremely, um, yeah, she's like part of a very elite family, so... It's, Did you just say a 53-room yep. mansion? That sounds unreal. But, okay. Yeah, even I if you Google or, like, go, obviously, with DuckDuckGo, we all would recommend. Don't say, don't say Google. You know what I find interesting about it, too, y'all? I had recently watched a documentary with um, Maxwell on Peacock. And you know how it's like, <laughs> how they kind of make it seem like Jeffrey was kind of like the one who was orchestrating all of this. Well, in that documentary, it kind of gave insight in her life and, you know, her growing up and her relationship with her dad and how that all played out. And so um, it's just very interesting because it, it revealed that she was in fact the one that was bringing i know we all know this she was bringing the girls to jeffrey for the massages because she felt like she couldn't satisfy him you know in their relationship so it's just crazy you see more of more more so of her being like the one initiating it where in the media we thought he was just the bad guy and she kind of got wrapped up in it I like to say, well, her um, her father. On one second, hold, hold on one second. I was just gonna respond to Miss. Hey, Miss. Hey. Um, but yeah, no. Hey, my love. Um, no, that's a very valid point. Um, I was just thinking about how when her friend had come in, Amanda. One of the things she said was that like money was extremely important to her since she was like a you know a kid. Like she was very moved by money, and I feel like that's why with me with my kids, it's like. I try to teach them, yes, you know, of course, money helps with a lot of things, but don't ever do things for money that, you know what I'm saying? Like, immoral, like, you know, and and so, right, so, exactly, so as a young child, it was like, she was already impressionable in that way, and I thought about the girls and how they, for instance, in West Palm, Florida, there were certain areas where they would specifically go, where there was young girls who you know, uh, were in the lower, you know, economical area and they would, you know, go there and they knew what they were doing. It was very calculated and they would use money. And so then when they were done with those girls, they would use that girl to go recruit more and they would pay them for doing that. I remember one of the, one of the survivors, she said she brought in about 50 to 70 girls alone, just her, that one. You know, and it was like, and now she feels horrible. But at that time, you know, she's a child. She felt like she needed the money. You know, she was in a in a hard place in her life and didn't really, you know what I'm saying? So um, I just think that Ghislaine, just in knowing, you know, that her as a woman, they trusted her as like an older sister, as like someone to look up to. And she took full advantage of that situation. And in my head, I was like, I guarantee you that Epstein was paying her, you know, of course they were in their little relationship, but I'm sure he was also paying her large sums of money every time she brought a new person because it was like a trickle effect because then they would pay the next girl to bring in more, you know? So it was literally a a global ring. 
because it was everywhere from the Virgin Islands to Paris to Florida to New York, you know, so it, it's just, and it runs deep because it ran into the, the royal families, to the elites, like, it's just huge. I, I don't think people realize how big this is. That's something Lisa's been saying, like, every time she opens a room, she's like, this is like the trial of the century. Like, it runs really, really deep. Yes. Like I said before, the elites, like you just said, the elites, they're trying to decrease the population. I don't know if you guys want to believe that or not, but I I kind of certain that they're trying to decrease the population because the rich want to get richer. The elite want to stay the elite. They don't want nobody to take their spot. So they probably had some type of tie in into the, to the situation as well. Of course, they're not going to speak on it because of why would you? But yeah, somebody can continue. Yeah, they don't need that many humans no more, man. Everything's going to uh, robotics and uh, me mechanisms. And shit. Exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. Even everything is robotic now. They're trying to. They, you know they what else is wanna... interesting too? Is that, and this is a conspiracy. I know they're saying a conspiracy room, but it was interesting to me to see how her dad passed away, and then. Epstein passed away like you know me me and some um girlfriends of mine we were talking about it and it's like you know I don't I don't know like it's all speculation but do y'all think maybe she had him do a little undercover swap up you know what I'm saying like he say he committed suicide but really but he didn't sacrifice I, yes. I too rich to be dead i and sorry to cut you off but i agree with you i had this theory for a very long time like if you guys remember like all these high profile super rich old white men like rupert murdoch and all of them they go to trial right they get they're found guilty go to jail for six months all of them synonymously either suicide or heart attacks right boom oh rupert murdoch he died in jail so-and-so died in jail. So, -and -so, so even with uh, Bernard Madoff, oh, he, he died in jail. And I'm like, no, too rich to be dead. My personal theory is that there's an island because we know that this plane, this planet, whatever you want to call it, is big. There's places we don't even know about. And all these people get to go there and live out the rest of their lives, just like Hitler did. So to me, I do agree, too rich to be dead, y'all. But again, that's a personal theory of mine. Okay, so that reminds me of the happened. Oh, can I say? He's not dead. Um, he's 90 years old. And I just wanted to kind of tap in on the topic because this is all related, but it, but it all comes back to the topic. Um, the reason that uh, Ghislaine was the favorite was because two days after she was born, her brother um, was was in an accident where he like he wasn't set in a coma for like the rest of his life, and apparently they neglected Ghislaine to the point where she had like anorexia as a toddler, and then I guess there was a point where she was three years old and she like went up to her mom and she was like, "Mommy, I exist." Yes, and that's when she like became the favorite because they were like, "Oh my God, we've been neglecting her because of our other kids." So. I just wanted to add that and bring it back to the top. It's funny y'all say too rich to be dead, but you know, we all chasing debt presidents money. 
money, dead president, too rich to be dead. Just kind of ironic, you know? Yep, yep. So I personally think that, um, like, they're playing, like, kind of like a Hollywood film. Like, the ending is never what we expect. It's always like a twist. So a part of me feels like from the court case to just everything going on is like a show. And it's just all to really, like, distract us because they're about to impose, like, something else drastic. Um, and, and I feel like from now, from now, between like now and like the end of February, like something really dra- dramatic will happen in society. And all this stuff is to kind of like keep us entertained. Because when y'all said that she doesn't have a mugshot and stuff, it just makes me think about who's in charge of New York, the Democrats. That's why they can kind of just lock everything down so you have to think from like the mayor to the governor to the judges like they're all in cahoots so it's like well let's put on this show let's create this little trial let's act like we're trying to scold her when the whole time they're all like really just acting and we're yeah, they, being deceived they're working together i have y'all i'm pretty sure a lot of y'all watch squid games i feel like that's kind of like what we're in right now Life feels like the Squid Games because it was like 450 people in there and they were all just, they wanted the money. And we're sad to say we're all going to die one day. But like, y'all know, if you watch the Squid Game, each round somebody died and it was only one winner. So it's like we're in a Squid Game, basically, in real life. Everybody's trying to be the best they can for themselves and their family and make money and be successful. But eventually we will die, unfortunately. But Life is kind of like the squid game. If y'all saw that, then y'all kind of correlate to what I just said. Are you going to... I literally said the same exact thing in Hocus's room last night. <laughs> Hold on. You, you said yeah, what? You said you said the exact same thing? In Hocus's don't, room don't, last don't night. Cut off. Yeah, it's... it's um, I said the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> we are in a squid game, right? And so there's... If you guys remember this old movie called Hostel... Where they, um, I think it was called Hostel. Yeah, where they were like doing all these heinous things and all these rich people. So there's been movies, you know what I'm saying, with themes of, you know, rich people that sit back and enjoy the suffering of other of, of us, you know, of regular people. And they do this. This is this is sport to them. You know, they're so filthy rich. They've gotten everything that they could possibly want. You know, and so normal desires are just, you know, it, it doesn't do it for them. You know, like I need to do something else, you know. And so a lot of people are willing to sell out their souls. I believe that there's bloodlines of individuals that has this kind of behavior going on on earth. And um, they hold the keys to the kingdom, you know, to all the riches in the land. And so everyday people get caught up into that as well. Like some people that sell their children into it and then it becomes you know that people do a lot for for fame and for riches you know and to live a comfortable life it happens every day every single day so yeah it's deep hey, lisa oh my bad i thought you landed your point yeah i'm done i'm done now i just was gonna say um what you were just saying about people that are all the way at the top just bored with a lot of money and They've been putting they've been putting these things in movies 
don't know if anybody knows the movie Hostel. Uh, Hostel. Yeah, I just said that. Did you hear me? I said Hostel. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, we Gotta open face your face ears, face. bro. My bad. I'm walking through the streets, man, and it's it's, it's loud out here. Um, yeah, all right, we on the same page. That was a Quentin Tarantino movie, by the way. Also, that was also produced by Harvey Weinstein. Miramax Are you Films. fucking serious? I am serious because my friend actually was the co-founder of Band Apart Productions, which created like Pulp Fiction and all that. He 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 actually is not part of Lawrence Bender's agenda. Lawrence Bender is the guy who was actually the more corrupt person of the company uh, with Harvey Weinstein. But my friend was actually. He was the co-founder. He's the one that started uh, Michael Bay, uh, uh, Hype Williams, everybody, because those were all his uh, directors and music music video directors before they started going into film. And they were the launching pad for, for a band apart, and they all went to do produce movies. But Quentin Tarantino got signed on as a movie director because of the fact that they wanted to get into films, and they started doing commercials and uh, music videos. So everything you saw on TRL uh, Total Requests Live, that was a band apart. Anything you could think of from Mark Kelly, from uh, anybody you could think of, Don Henley, everybody. They were doing music videos before anything. And Tim Burton was directing, Michael Bay was directing, McGee was directing music videos, Hype Williams directing music videos, uh, and some other people too. But yeah, but Harvey Weinstein was one of the main producers of Hostel. So. Jesus. That that's that's insane, you guys. And see, like the more we just sit and talk about this stuff, these little um, connections keep popping up. So, is M M? If you're in here, you know, I know you're building your map out. Um, I think that would be another good um, note to add to your map, because um, it's called the movie's called Hostel, H O S T E L. And um, it's like uh, people that are getting like kidnapped. So hostels are like hotels, but it's like um, in, in like in Europe, right? Um, but you may go into the hotel, you may have to share it with somebody else. It's like college students and things like that. They go to these hostels. And um, in it, there, these um, people are being kidnapped and they're being placed into these like this horrific rooms and they're held in captivity. And then they're being like torn apart, like they've they're being like really um, tortured. But all of this is for the entertainment of the elites. It's it's right there in that. And I just the fact that you said that. And the thing is, they're so sick that they can't just hide in the shadows and do this. They have to put these things in movies because this is how they get their rocks off as well. You know, it's also like put it out there. This is, this is what's in their minds. This, who like, who could, could even conceive this sort of thing unless they were, you know what I mean? Doing this sort of thing. So it's, um, that's crazy. Um, cause yeah, that the, the, the um, hunger games has a certain element of that in it as well with all the rich people, you know, and the capital and, um, you know, watching all these people starve to death and, you know, picking people off to get killed and no, only one person could, could survive, the Hunger Games, things like that. It's all the same, same themes all over. It's the same themes. And then also, let's not forget Stanley Kubrick's um, Eyes Wide Open. We, I'm sorry, Eyes Wide Shut, you know, which he died after he made that film. Um, could I, could I, um, 
you know, before this video like disappears off of YouTube, it's been up for a while. Like I'm surprised that it's still there. You know, it's called Conspiracy of Silence. Um, it'll say, it should say in the title, Conspiracy of Silence Banned uh, Documentary. It was banned in 1993. You know, and it um, it's basically the story of the Franklin Credit Union scandal and the child sex trafficking and satanic ritual abuse of the children. Um, you know, some of the stuff happened in the White House. Um, and I also encourage people to watch, it was on Netflix, The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez, which gives you a really good glimpse of the death economy that we basically live in. Um, and I always, I always um, mention a book entitled Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins, who I, I met him before he wrote that book that just, you know, he just gets into the sort of macro uh, scale of um, how the United States uh, would assassinate leaders of other countries. You know, for decades, this stuff is going on. Um, try to corrupt the leaders of these countries and get them, you know, to play ball uh, with the U.S. to um, set up uh, under the guise of being for the people of the country, and yet um, just a few rich people would get richer, you know, setting up water filtration or whatever, and they would just leave the rest of the country holding the debt and the pollution of that country, um, you know, and it's, um, I just call it the macro of the abusive family system because that's what I studied all my life. So I just wanted to mention those those things. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Let me ask you, because I'd like to get your perspective. I know this is your first day in here. We've been talking about this since last Sunday, um, the day before the trial started. Now, do you see any sort of connection with um, John Benet Ramsey and this this trafficking, um, you know, human trafficking uh, thing that's going on? Yes. Um, like my only response to that, uh, because lately um, I have been listening to James Martinez. I know I'm sorry I'm like giving out so much information and so many names and I don't like to overwhelm people. But uh, I, I recently interviewed uh, James Martinez, who uh, he's a journalist and he was really good friends with the author of the 1978 book entitled Operation Mind Control. And if you go to his um, website, uh, again, I'm going to, you know, you know, spell it like um, fairly slow. So it's anchor, you know, like uh, um, an anchor of a boat dot FM slash James Martinez. And he reads chapter by chapter of the Operation Mind Control book. And he, um, I was, you know, it was just about a couple of weeks ago that um, one of the chapters, you know, they talk about Jean Benet Ramsey and, um, and her, you know, parents kind of involved in, uh, you know, you know, these, um, uh, you know, I guess like, you know, pedophilizing the, the child, you know, like, tr you know, train, training her and that she some that she got killed 
accidentally with some kind of, um, you know, perverted sexual thing that was going on. It's just, it's in one of the chapters. And, and there's a lot, there's chapters about uh, Bob Hope, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra B. Again, I'm like, you know, this is not me saying this. <laughs> this is, um, uh, Catherine, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I looked up his page and it seems like it got shut down. Is there any other resource you have or how to find him or? Oh, James Martinez. Are you are you saying? Yeah, I, I looked up anchor.fm slash James Martinez and it says 404. Let me see. Because I have it up on my desktop. Um, oh, boy. Let me see. Where is it? Oh, here. Yeah, I, um, you know, that's, that, uh, I'm, I'm just going to refresh. Yeah, I, I have it up on my desktop, and I was listening to it earlier today, the most recent, um, the most recent uh, posts that, you know, um, he, you know, he's recording, like, every day and adding um, more stuff, and um, I'll let, you know, I mean, I don't know if, um, I mean, if you can hear it, like I'm actually playing it right now. One of the um... repealing thought. I watched these families again to celebrate the birth of our country. So that that's it. I mean, it it happened to me earlier when I tried to go to this website initially. Right, it it came up kind of blank. And then just a few seconds later, I don't know, it just sort of like refreshed itself and then the page loaded. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they are, um, uh, you know, trying to silence this guy. But you could also um, follow right. him on Catherine, Instagram. Yeah. If you could do me a, a super solid and um, send me some of the um, names that you've been mentioning here for us to look up. And some of the, like the titles of the movies and stuff like that, that would be yeah. great. And I'd be able to run those down and um, put those in the discord for our members. Okay. So this is Lisa. Okay. Yeah, this I'm, is Lisa. I'm going to, um, sorry, I'm new. I'm new at um, Clubhouse. So um, I'm just trying to, okay. Um, I'm going to Lisa, L-I-S-E. Hey, Catherine, what was the name of that uh, YouTube channel you said? Conspiracy or? Yeah, um, it was, it's the, the, the documentary, it's Conspiracy of Silence. Um, it was made by Yorkshire Television in the UK. It was supposed to air on the Discovery Channel in 1993. And it got banned, but um, the kind of, I guess, unfish, un unfinished, unedited sort of, you know, version is, it's, I, it's still on YouTube. Don't, you know, ask me how. And um, I, I hope, you know, it doesn't disappear. Let me see. I did find it. Um, it's James Martinez Media. So you're right. Oh, um, yeah, it's I'm just sorry. They added media. That's right. Apologies. Hey, Em, can you put that in the Discord underneath the um, Glenn yep. Maxwell section? I already you. did. You're on it. Are, are you talking about um, th there's a Discord group? Are you guys are on Discord? The, the, yeah, the that's Discord. where we can share, like, links and pictures and stuff since we're not able to do 
Right. And and the, and the Discord group is the same name as this group? If you look at the top, there's a link. You have to download the app uh, first. And then if you look at the top, you click that and it'll lead you directly to that. And there's a lot of awesome stuff that you get to do. There's channels of different topics. And um, we have a specific top uh, channel for this topic here. We're actually able to do rooms in there as well. Okay, yeah, I'm on Discord. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm eating. I'm eating all day. Um, when we hop off of here, when I end this room, for those of you, we're gonna head over to Discord, and we're gonna have a um a smaller chat. But um, we're able to do this. I'm gonna start a room on the voice channel because there's a video that I want to play for you guys that's so relevant. I just cannot play that video here on um on clubhouse because it's so explicit this is a um, young lady she was on um the Stu peter show and i did play some of the clips of what she said on the Stu peter show um i i'm not able to upload it into the discord because it's too it's 16 minutes long but it's i, I don't know why it won't let me upload it but i do have it saved on my um on one of my devices so i'm gonna play that um, for the room um after this is done and we you know we'll play that there's another video but the other video is like an hour long versus the first one is like 16 minutes. So we may, depending on how things go, watch a part of it, listen to a part of it and discuss whatever. But um, definitely we're going to do the 16 minute video. And so we'll do that over with on the voice channel, um, the gathering. So. It looks like she just got a phone call. Um, but I was just going to say for anybody else, if you guys haven't joined, please do. Um, there is a subscription for a uh, part of it, um, and it's only $5 a month, which is not bad at all. It's highly worth it. So definitely tap in. I was just looking at that. I saw it was $5. So what you just click that little link, you don't have to have, like, is Discord, is that, like, his own app, too? Because I've been hearing about Discord, but I never, like, joined it or anything yeah it is an app it's awesome and then like you know like for me i'm a part of like eight different discord channels so it's just different groups they all talk about different things and it's just really a cool and easy way to get access to information and, and links and videos um like here we only have a back channel and then we can only post one link up at the top versus in there you you can post many links and chat and then there's a room kind of like this where we can talk to each other and also like watch we're actually able to watch things together which is pretty dope the only thing is there is a limit i believe it's 25 people that can be in that room um but yeah so it's pretty dope i highly Okay, so I will have yeah. to basically download Discord and then download, well, hit the subscription. Yes. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. I try to download. I try to get into the Discord room, but uh, said invite invite expired. So I got my debit card right here. If someone wants to touch me the link, I'll, I'll sign up right now. Back channel Thank week. You. My name is Keith. You use the link at the top when you did that, and it said expired. I mean, you couldn't. I can't copy the link on Clubhouse uh, for whatever reason. But so you should it should go through a sub URL called Launch Pass. Are you getting that as it comes up? Well, and then it so, says on the front page it says subscriptions. So should I just um, download Launch Pass, or sorry, just put in my information on Launch Pass right now and then 
Um, you'll need this correct URL. So I, what I will do is I'll, I'll send it to you. So I'll just copy it and make sure that you have the right link. Who's speaking? My name is Keith. Is that Keith? What's up? You're a stud, man. You look, oh, yeah. You're so cute. Um, so I will send that over to you. And one of the reasons, guys, that um, that we and or we, huh, right, Lisa has put so much hard work into this. Um, one of the reasons, because it's in um, Discord and it's behind a paywall, you know, the streets on Clubhouse are really easy to go in and, and to take other people's content. So, you know, when we discuss things in this room, it's kind of like an entire paradigm shift, right? So there's a lot of people's um, information that we need to keep private. There's a lot of information that's really high level. So we just, we really want to respect the research that everybody's putting into the community and make sure that those that pay to play really are in there to really step it up and, and rise up in their elevation and frequency as well. So that's why it's behind a paywall. Nobody's getting rich off this, believe me, but it's a really, really inclusive, really high level group. Um, so yeah, so that's why. So um, let me know if you have an issue with that. Make sure you can get through and, and thanks for asking. Cool, does anybody have anything else that they wanna share? Man, Disco Dave, I love your new photo. That is cracking me up to pieces. I love it so much. <laughs> I need to mimic that. I told him the same thing earlier. <laughs> Uh, as far as the woman that was talking, I'm in and out with clients a lot of the day, so holding space, kind of popping in when I can. But, um, you know, I want to double down on, on Bob Hope and, and some of those nuances that were brought into the room. I absolutely have read that. I've seen um, a lot of different specs around that and other individuals as well. And so when we really look at the media, they are the gatekeepers, right? And for ever since we can remember, what happens is at 4 a.m., those main media bits go out um, to the circulation and everybody has their talking bits. And so, you know, media is highly, highly organized. They're certainly not a media source. Um, so we're discussing these kinds of things and whether it's, you know, Maxwell case or what have you, the bigger picture is really, you know, the sex rings, the, the shuffling of children, the amount of money that is invested in this and made in these whole cohorts. So, you know, this goes way back. I mean, we're talking about 40s, 50s, etc. So this is how long it's been going on. And that's why we really need to pray for the white hats and those that are really invested in making sure that all of this gets exposed. And so there's a lot of things going on underneath our our noses right now too, such things as we can celebrate, like blowing up certain tunnels, sex trafficking, et cetera. Um, a lot of it's kept on the DL. Um, I've spoken a lot about making sure that, you know, even though it's censored, um, you know, I think Fox News is down a good 60%, CNN is down 68%. All these media sources are losing their money. So, you know, stay off those platforms. Make sure that you're getting into places like Discord and Telegram and things of that nature where people are sharing it. But always verify. There is so much crazy shit, but just make sure you're following good people and getting good information. And we appreciate everybody that's resourcefulness and bringing it into these rooms. But, you know, I think back to like the American Revolution and, and when our nation was founded um, and how intricate the Constitution is. Um, you know, it's so, so, so deep, but 
to me, this whole act of us coming together, this is kind of like that modern day revolution that we're able to be a part of. So I really don't take rooms like this. I don't take communication and meeting incredible people like you lightly because this is really what it looks like for a modern day revolution. Um, I've heard many people say that we're gonna have to see a crash, that we're gonna have to see more people, unfortunately, um, you know, causation and effect of the, what I call the capital B, the Rona, right? And we're not at critical mass yet, you know? So it is our opportunity and it is my job, I will take my own responsibility to really step up to the plate and not rile people up, but for people to demand at their community and local level to really stand up and make sure that you let your constituents know that your eyes are right on them, right? So um, a couple things I wanted to share there um, as Lisa comes back in and, and we continue to, to throw the, the torch around. So um, welcome back. Anybody want to jump in? Remember to jump up into the Discord. If you have problems, again, I can go ahead and send you over that link, but it should be working because it works okay for me. Keith, were you able to get in? What's up, King? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back, guys. And and you know what? Y'all have to stop protecting these devils in your family. Mm -hmm. Stop protecting the devils in your family. Stop protecting these devils that are your friends, okay? Because, and see, it's easy for people to come into a room and have these conversations, but I've had enough people come in that are close to you know, and been in other rooms as well, right? Where people are close to a celebrity or they're in like the way, way outer circle. Like not even their celebrity friend is as in as deep as, you know, whatever. And they always come in protecting them, you know, because it's, they have their own agenda, right? And a certain feeling of being important, of importance of being connected to certain people. So those people can't be a part of this conversation. If you've got devils in your families, you know, you got to turn your back on them. If you got friends that are devils, you got to walk away from them because if not, you know, not saying anything is being complicit. You know what I mean? So I just want to throw that out there, guys. So anybody else on the floor that would, um, has anything that they would like to add to this conversation? Yeah, um, I just want to throw out there that XO, she actually put her notes from today's trial in the Discord. So, you know, I know we've been waiting on her and I think a few minutes ago it was um, Destiny, if you're in the room, thank you for letting me know. Um, so I could read, you know, a little bit of the notes. Okay, that's perfect. Let's do it. Cool. If any of the other moderators want to pick up because I'm at the store, I have to get some things so I can't read everything. Okay, cool. And I'm going to go in right now and then I'll start. Thank you, Anna. So this is page one, and it says, day six, it says, Bobby um, Stern, and I'm sorry, I can't, if I can't read uh, some of it, and we got to keep in mind, too, a lot of times they're writing these notes pretty fast, um, so, you know, I might not be, we might not be able to catch everything, um, but this is uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's attorney, so the witness, Kate, it says, take deep breath prior to questions. And these are just little notes. She put um, speculation on immigration status. Government um, has not offered, says hardest thing I've ever had to do, especially as a parent. The truth is important. Cross-examination made about public statements on Epstein, on Epstein's hearing. 
didn't want to disclose details during hearing scared to affect daughter told and these are just like little notes she just jotted told government about maxwell terrified frozen 14 year old first transaction to take place i'm sorry yolanda um uh-huh. it's like so it's 17 oh, year old okay, awesome <laughs> the 17 oh, year old um I don't feel like reiterating it. That's why I sent it in the Discord. If that's okay, I just wanted Fine. to correct that. That it says seventeen year old. Please correct me. And I know, like I said, sometimes you write. You know, people write, and then I, half people can't write, read my handwriting half the time. But <laughs> yes, please correct me if at any point you know. And your handwriting is perfect. It's just me sometimes. So, um, but yes, please correct me. I'm gonna jump back in. All right. And thank you for doing this, too. I just want to say that as well. Of course. Um, Okay. So, Victims Compensation Fund meant... Okay, Victims Compensation... I'm sorry, right above. uh, uh, Mm -hmm. Kate received the victims... uh, She received money from the Victims Compensation Fund, the Epstein Victims Compensation Fund. Thank you. Thank you for that. And then... um, at the bottom, it says, uh, what's the lawyer's name or the attorney's name? Uh, this was the prosecutor's attorney. I believe this was either, give me one second. I'm going to come back. Bobby's his first name. Oh, Bobby Sternhine. That's Gisleen's Maxwell's attorney. Okay, awesome. So that is who um, is speaking now. Um, and it says your experience and your experience alone. Um, Edward lawyer coerced free immigration status. And then I'm going to go to the next page. And M after this page, um, I'll hand it over to you. Um, Both docs of evidence sealed to protect identity. Witness Patrick McHugh. um, Work JP Morgan for 30 years. Executive director, client sense group. Um, public, and then we see these are the public documents. Yeah, those okay. So, yeah, so I don't think I'll have to read through that. And and if you're a part of the Discord, you can follow you know along, and it's just showing all the numbers 501, 502, 504 system of records to confirm authenticity. Um, I'll keep moving down. I'm trying to actually scroll to see if there's anything kind of importance on here because I know a lot of these are just the the docs. Okay. Well, in one of the documents, um, I'll go ahead and say this. In document 509, that was showing the application um, to, I guess, open up an account. And this was under the name of the Financial Trust Company, Inc. And the president of this um, account the account holder was Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, this account was open August 11, 1999. And yeah, that's what. Wow. No, thank you so much. Thank you very much. And like I said, if you are on, you can see, um, you know, just uh, the different documents there. And um, I'll go ahead and hand it over to you for that third page. Thank you. Just a second, sorry. Okay, sorry, I was eating. <laughs> um, all right, so we got to the end and we're talking about September. 
September 18th, 2002, there's a $5 million task money market fund. Um, there was an, a disbursement uh, from Palm Beach National to Gillian Maxwell. I'm, I'm assuming that's what it means. Um, and then we go to the next page. Um, they're going over different documents that go over different bank statements and money received and transferred between Ghislaine and the bank. Um, on June 15th, 2009, there was a wire received from account number 312 from an unknown bank to probably St. Thomas, a trust or something. The beneficiary um, is Jeffrey Epstein, and the amount was $7.4 million. Um, it doesn't state who approved the transactions. Um, on June 18th, uh, three days later, there was an internal, it says internal, DEA, $7.4 million. Um, so I'm not sure if that's referring to uh, Jeffrey Epstein or Ghislaine paying the DEA or the DEA paying them, but either way, um, the DEA is involved. Uh, document number 506 is... The JP Morgan Bank signature card just goes over uh, account details um, and Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, her card. Um, and her business checking. Um, yeah, and her business checking in, in, the, in the month of June, um, $7.4 million was received. June 2007. So and that, was, that was credited to Air Gasoline. That's when Air Gasoline Inc. was... I guess, officially promoted uh, as a, mm -hmm. a staff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. And then in Ju on June, oh, oh, this makes sense. So on June 18th, 2000, 2007 or nine, I think it's a seven. seven. Um, <laughs> so that same month when the second, uh, when, when that was, money was transferred, um, there was a helicopter purchased. Um, for Ghislaine, um, we already spoke about how she has her helicopter's license, etc. Um, and so, after that, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. After okay. that, Ghislaine uh, male attorney—I'm not sure his name at this time—I I forgot his line of questioning uh, to this uh, Patrick McHugh that worked at J.P. Morgan. Was he was basically trying to insinuate? that he was supposed to be aware that, you know, since he's working with wealthy clients, that it's normal for them to have these large um, amounts of money <laughs> being inserted into their account and transferred out. And um, the prosecutor's attorney kept objectifying, like, you know, uh, Mr. McHugh wouldn't have, wouldn't have an idea of, I'm going to get back to it. I'm sorry. This slide. It's okay. No, it's okay. Feel free to jump in whenever because I am just reading from uh, the notes. So um, it says that Ghislaine's um, male attorney uh, was, was gaslighting and had a very condescending tone. Um, and I guess figuring out the role in, oh yeah, role in dealing with high people. Uh, it says that agents okay. oh okay the, the, so yeah the prosecutor's attorney uh repeatedly 
uh, objects and kept asking is the male attorney on Ghislaine's side implying that her witness is some kind of wealthy person financial analysis because literally the questions he was asking was so repetitive and redundant. It was like, you know, well, is it true that you deal with wealthy clients on a regular basis? Like, Thank you. Um, and then he is asking for bank statements and logistics. Um, and some, and they said something that they wouldn't know offhand. Um, circling, asking redundant questions, asking questions uh, related to signature analyzing. Okay, so they were analyzing the signatures. They were complaining, comparing old checks and objects. Um, and then the next page we get to document 507 was the JP Morgan bank signature card. Then it, it looks like, I'm sorry. He also mm -hmm. asked, um, the witness, Mr. McHugh, you know, isn't it true that, uh, on these documents, uh, the documents that you already recited, 501 and 506, the Morgan Bank signature card document, the business checking documents. Some of these documents don't show that Maxwell authorized these transactions. So he was basically implying, like, you know, just because it's saying that, you know, this is Maxwell's account, that doesn't mean she authorized for these helicopter purchases. And yeah, sure. Anyways. <laughs> um, so then this says there's a witness, the FBI agent Kelly McGuire. She said there's she's been a special agent of the FBI for 14 years or four, four years. years. Four years. Um, 20. She was in the child exploitation unit um, in human trafficking task force. Um the FBI operation uh, asked for a search warrant for Jeffrey Epstein um, for his his house on 9th uh, 71st Street, 9th Ave, whatever. The the Herbert House, house that, that big mansion we were talking about the other day. Um, so they, they asked for a search warrant on that day. The search team leader was... Uh, they over they oversee personnel and they seized evidence. Um, on July sixth, they concluded that there's the multi-story townhouse, eight stories. I was told nine, but um, from they said Wikipedia. six above and um, three. Oh, okay. And then it says it's nineteen thousand square feet. Um, and at six fifteen, they began the search. Um. It says, you know, the front door was obviously broken due to forced entry. Uh, they took pictures before conducting the search, approximately 40 rooms. Um, and then they showed the different uh, pictures of the foyer, of the grand staircase, the massage room, the interior of the massage room, and three pictures were hidden. Um, they had a blue s spiral staircase. Okay. So, and then the lead FBI, it says here is Amanda Young. Uh, they were the search for CDs. Um, 
probably for like child porn and stuff, but um, from 9.14 to 9.25. They went That's documented. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, there's a closet on the fifth floor. Um, they also went over, there were black binders with white labels on them and blue post-its from the FBI. Inside the binders were printed thumbnails, um, CDs marked with identifying information, um, and then they had a something item log. Okay. Um, all right. Let me just go ahead and pause. XO, do you not want to be able to give us a recap of what happened in court today? The way that she's reiterating it, I'm sorry. I think I would be scattered. Like she's like, you're reiterating it perfect. Um, actually, um, I think I would be all over the place. Um, I'm going to start leading into different conversations. I don't, I don't know. So that's why I would prefer to just take notes and. Really yeah, see you it's guys. hard for people, other people, to decipher the notes and the, you know, the delivery of it. Okay, I, I, I found it to be more. Um, easily digested when people just gave their perspectives and the notes are posted um, okay. you know, in there. So if you could just give us like, if you're comfortable, if you could just like give us an overview, like, Hey, I was in court, the witness, you know, came up, whatever, this, that, the third, you know, however, like that's sort of how everybody else has been doing it. But like reading the notes is, that's just painful. I can't follow along. <laughs> really? No, it's, it's not you. It's just in general too. I didn't even know she was in the room either, which is, is dope but yeah anything honestly that you can give us um from your point of view it is the best um okay so i guess for this this witness fbi agent kelly mcguire uh they were basically going over the evidence that was in the townhouse in manhattan on 9 east 71st street and uh they had pictures of, of the massage room of the cds labeled oh um okay so they took pictures of everything July 6th, but they didn't have a broad enough warrant to really go inside of the CDs and all of the documents to really um, analyze everything. So on July 11th, the, uh, the authority had to seize the CDs. All the items were gone. Um, no, the July, uh, I'm sorry, this is why I don't like speaking. July 11th, 2019 is when they received the broader warrant. And that's when they had the authority to seize everything and um, analyze everything. On July every on July 11th, though, everything was gone. They had a three-way conversation with um, Dela Cruz, which is the house manager, um, and Richard Richard Leon, uh, I believe. And 30 minutes after that three-way conversation with FBI uh, Kelly McGuire. That's when Dela Cruz, the house manager, came to return all the evidence back um, in suitcases after they uh, removed everything. But um, according to McGuire, everything that they removed um, and they brought back in suitcases was everything that was in the pictures. So see what else I have here. Um, then we have another witness, Kimberly Madeer, and she's operations specialist from the FBI. She handles um, child trafficking. She's an analyst for child trafficking. Um, summer of 2020 is when she 
started working with Amanda Young, who oversaw all the, her evidence, which is the lead FBI in the case. Um, and that was 535 when they ended everything. Um, they wouldn't even allow her to show pictures. You did great. You did great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And you guys, listen, make sure you tap on her beautiful face. Make sure you give her a follow. Okay. And also, you know, go to her profile and um, send money. Um, what's your cash app? So, you know what I mean? Like, guys, we, we need to take care of our people that's, you know, out there on the ground bringing this information to us firsthand. I know she's tired. She's been in there all day long. You know what I mean? So, if you can just, you know, send her a couple of dollars, even for a cup of coffee or whatever, you know, just for her efforts, a train ride, you know, you know, whatever you, you heart feels moved to do, go ahead and do that and give this young lady a follow. Thank you so much, XO. We really appreciate it. And all the notes that you posted in the Discord group. So people that miss this room, they, they'll be able to sit, you know, at, at their leisure and be able to um, just go through your notes. So appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa. And gratitude to the room. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Anybody else? Anything that you guys would like to ask her about today? Because there was like, I know there's one victim that spoke and they didn't use her real name, Katie. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't Katie. I forget what her fake name was. But um, yeah, so she talked a lot. So those notes are also in the Discord or whatever. But yeah, guys, you know, we've been here all day. I think it's about time to go ahead and shut the room down in case anybody has any questions. We're gonna head over to the Discord. For those of you that are in there, I'm gonna go and start a um, start up the voice channel, and I'm gonna play a video for you guys um, about this human trafficking stuff. It's I, I can't play it on here at all because it's extremely graphic. It's extremely hard to listen to, but we people need to know like what's happening, you know, in this underground network of um, you know sacrificing children you know, uh, ritual, um, satanic abuse, and, and so much more. Uh, a lot of these children are dying, and, you know, somebody has to be their voice. So, um, yeah, we're going to head over there. But any final words that anybody – oh, guys, make sure you're following um, the club. Make sure you follow myself. Make sure you follow all these moderators on stage and also follow anybody on the stage, you know, that has, you know, made an impact on you whatsoever. I know, guys, we've been getting a lot of messages in the back end saying thanks for this, you know, for covering this, for doing these rooms. Um, I really appreciate that positive feedback. We're going to do the best that we can to, you know, shed some light into the darkness. And, you know, of course, the trial is going to lag a little bit, but we're diving deeper, you know, into what we'll never hear in court at all. So that's what we're doing in this room. If you'd like to be a part of the Discord, just click the link at the top of the page and, um, you know, just follow the instructions. That's it. Does anybody else have anything that they'd like to add, you know, before we head out? Over hey, Lisa, this is Shay. Um, just real quick for the next person who, and I always get poor connection when I start talking. That's why I'm always on mute. But anyways, um, for the next person who does sign up on the Discord um, for the uh, locked section, um, I will go ahead and gift you one month of free access. So this is only for someone who has currently not signed up on the Discord or for the paid subscription. So if you want to check it out, but you know, it's the holiday season or whatever, go ahead and sign up and Shay's going to go ahead and give you. That's awesome. Love you, Shay. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you send, send Shay a DM, you know, and, uh, or a back channel here. 
and then you guys can um, sort that out. But we'd love to have you. Um, anything else? Anybody? On the, any final last words before we head out and head over to the Discord group? Just a special a shout out to Exo. Thank you so much for your work today. We really, really appreciate you. Like, none of this would get out if we didn't have people, you know, showing up and doing the work. Like, we are the people, and we deserve to know these things. And the media is not going to show us because they're all complicit in this. So, thank you so. I have a question. Sorry, I don't know. If I can. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, hi. Okay, real quick. That video from the last room. Um, sorry, I'm shy, so <laughs> I was trying to get the courage to say something. I don't know if y'all peeped. Did you hear him when he said these people aren't pedophiles? They're psychopaths. Now that says a lot. That context of that statement says a lot based on what we just heard prior before that. So my whole thing is this. Is there a split between these child lovers where is people like they're trying to justify where there's people that's really in love with these children and they, you know, like they're, they're like, they do it out of the kindness of their heart. And that's even one of the symbols, mind you, I think one of them pedophilia symbols. However, look at Tom Hanks. They gave him asylum. They're even moving some laws to grant them some type of leeway. So, and then you have, I'm not saying all of it is wrong, but I just feel as though, like, there's some type of split going on between this pedophilia. Like, I don't know, did anybody else um, hear that? And also, too, I wanted to say um, the mass and the COVID-19. Like, of course, we all know that COVID-19 has so many things with it, but I feel like one thing that it does do is a it just basically masks this whole thing that's going on. You know what I mean? A lot of these celebrities, uh, just imagine, a lot of these celebrities are just going to start dropping dead or just becoming gone. They're gonna, how, are, how are they going to explain that in the old world? So they have to create some type of psyop, hence COVID-19, so you won't notice the, to, to put the wool over your eyes. So I just want to say this room is beautiful. I'm always in the audience. I can't believe I'm talking right now, but strength to everybody that's in here covering it, you know, because it takes strength to get down and dirty into this occult, and I love it, and that's all I want. Thank you, Kali. Um, I'm so glad that you decided to join us on stage today. Yes. I'm glad that you're, um, you know, you're a part of this room, and, you know, you came out of the audience to get, I understand sometimes people are working and just doing other stuff, and so they just, like, sort of tune in like it's a podcast, and that's, you know, very well, very good as well. But um, I did notice that when he said that, you know, and <laughs> who that part when he said we're harvesting, I was like, and then like, and then he changed it really quickly. That blew me away. So there's definitely those are two occurrences, and what he was saying that was um, that left me feeling a little uneasy because a pedophile can be a pedophile and a um, you know whatever he said at you know it it, it one. They're not mutually exclusive, exclusive. You know what I mean? So, yeah, thank you for that. Anybody else? Um, just real quick, I do have four people who did respond um, saying that they've signed up. So, um, M Jr., Yuki, Derek, and Regina. Um, I've sent you all back channel messages. So, these will be the four people um, that I will be gifting the one month of access to the uh, lock portion in Matrix Unveiled's Discord account. So this is my Hanukkah gift to you. So go ahead and send me your uh, Discord information. Thank you. 
along with your cash app. That way I can verify with Lisa. Y'all have indeed. Awesome. I just wanted to tap in on, um, yeah, Shay, that's awesome. Um, I wanted to tap in on what you were saying, Lisa, with, um, in regards to like the slip, right? Like if he didn't mean what he accidentally said, like we are trafficking, he would have been like, excuse me, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. And then he would like corrected it that way rather than just trying to slide over it. I feel like he would have like made the distinction. Like that's absolutely not what I meant. Right. And then later, I didn't play the whole video today because I kind of got stuck when he said that. Um, but later on in the video, he does say that, you know, everybody's not involved, you know, and I've also, he said that I've seen more things than I wish that I would have seen or something to, of that effect. And so, you know, he, he's been in those rooms. He, he, the, the, the reason why he knows all these things are happening is probably because he was a part of it or witnessed, you know, it to some degree. Let's just be honest, you know, it was meant for me to catch that today. It really was because I had listened. That was the third time I listened to it. I never really caught that before. For whatever reason, it stood out to me today. So, yeah. And so, guys, for those of you that are not in the Discord, that video that I'm talking about is from the Hunger Games um, producer. Um, <clears throat> what's his name again, Em? Um, yeah. Sorry, I don't have it on hand. No, no worries, no worries. So guys, all you have to do is go to BitChute, that's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, and type in Hunger Games producer um, pedophilia, right? And that's it. And you, the video will come up. That's all you have to do. And you can watch the whole, it's a 38-minute video, but it's extremely compelling. A lot of things that he's saying, but we caught something that he said today that made me feel as though, you know, um, he, he may not be as innocent as he's presented himself to be and then again he may be so who knows but him saying we harvest <laughs> you know what i mean and then he said no they're harvesting and he before he said we're harvesting and i was like okay that's a freudian slip there buddy so but anyways guys anybody else on the stage has anything that they'd like to um to say before we shut the room down i just have a quick question as far as attending the court case i'm going to be in new york city later this month Okay. What is, does anyone know the protocol of like, what do you, like, do you have to meet qualifications to, to go or appear? I don't think so. I think that the only protocol is that you um, <clears throat> leave your phone, you know, or any recording devices, you have to check that in and then you're able to get in. I think court starts at nine in the morning. Um, I don't think many people are getting into the main courtroom. So most people are in the overflow room. I think they're just trying to protect the public from seeing her in real life, you know, so. Um, most of the <clears throat> the people that have, all the people that have gone from this room have been in the overflow room, but it's it's pretty easy it seems to get okay. in. Yeah. Lisa, this is Jen. I just wanted to say I appreciate very much what you said about people being in our circle here need to rid the evil in their lives because um, I, I think a lot of people may not have awareness, you know, that are connected closely to these people and that it does feel like they're defending them and, you know, that's not where we're coming from. So I just really appreciated what you said there. I do have some information about Maxwell's father and his and sister, but uh, I came in at that point onto the stage, but I just haven't had a chance. So I'll hold it over for tomorrow anyway um, and share it in the next one. But thanks again for the room. 
Awesome. And we'd love to hear about that because that's actually how I started this whole thing out on um, the Sunday before the trial started. Talking about her dad it was a video that I played now that I can't find it. I have to comb through all because I've posted loads of information. Our members are posting loads of information, you know, um, so it's so much. I, I need to go back and see where what where the video was. But it talks about her dad, you know, um, how many name changes he had had before he even married his um, her mother. You know, him being a part of like the Mossad, you know, just a lot of stuff, you know, just connecting all these dots. So we would love to hear that from you tomorrow. Jen. Um, so guys just put, you know, just, um, once I put the room on the schedule, <clears throat> then you guys will get a notification. If you, um, follow the club, um, I don't know exactly what time I'll start tomorrow. Um, I may start later in the day. Uh, so just put, you know, just look out for when we're going to do the room. We might start the room at three or five or, or 12. I don't know. I just have to see, you know, who I'm in a, um, a group chat in the back of the people that has been going to court. So um, I'm just waiting for anybody to chime in and say they're going, you know, if not, then I may not do the room at all. So we'll see. We'll see you guys. You know, you know, you guys message me, message me on Instagram. Um, probably the best to just message me on Instagram because my back channel over here is so crazy. Um, I've already uh, cleared out most of my messages on Instagram because I've been working on that for months and um, it's slowed down because people because of back channels here. So um, those will be in the top, you know what I mean, of um, if whether we follow each other or not. So if you have anything that you want to add, share, um, any requests, like, you know, hey, please do a room tomorrow, <laughs> you know, let me know. Just, you know, reach out and give me some feedback. I really appreciate it. With that being said, everyone, thank hey, you guys. Hey, hey, Lisa, I'm sorry. Can I ask one question real quick? Of course. Sure. Go ahead. The young lady that was in Hawaii that was... Uh, speaking earlier today, is there anything we can do to help protect her or protect people that's naming names? I mean, it has to be has to be something we can help because it sounds like she's in fear for her life, uh, for what she knows. I mean, it has to be something we can kind of help with or help protect about her. Doctor Hope, the friend yeah. that friends with. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, honestly, I don't know how we can help without physically, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know how we could help her. You know what I mean? Is she still in um, here? She's not still in here, right? Maybe she no, she's not still in here. But it's something to think about. You know what I mean? Um, something to think about. That's a homework assignment. You know, how do we help the people that are speaking out if we can at all? You know, I try, what I do is try to provide a safe environment for the people that come into this room, I try not to press them too much. You know, I know that everybody wants to get, you know, all the, the juicy details of stuff, but people's lives are at stake. So I only ask people to share what they feel comfortable with sharing and I respect uh, what they don't feel comfortable with sharing. You know what I mean? Because that's at the end of the day, um, it's up to them. You know, it's up to them because they're the ones that has to um, deal with whatever consequences may come down the line for the things that they're coming into here and, and sharing with us, you know? So thank you for thinking about her though. Um, but with that being said, guys, yeah, and Lisa, I would, I would just, yes, quick, I would, reach, I would, we're going to shut it down. I would reach out to her. I mean, I've gotten a couple texts from her just saying, I'm really scared for my life. And, and so I honestly would, if you guys just real quick, just slide it to the right and then just go ahead and find Dr. Hope and just send 
for a love note, I think that would be great. I think just being able to offload it and express yourself, I think, I think we undermined how much that feels resolvent in the soul to just be able to express your pain. So I appreciate you. Okay, Lisa, let's shut it down. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. And that's something else we're going to talk about over in Discord uh, when we get over there, guys. As soon as I shut this room down, I'm heading straight over there and I'm going to start the chat. So guys, please join me because I do have some information I didn't want to share in this room to share over there. And then also um, we're going to be uh, playing that video and then we'll have a chat and um, yeah, then we'll, we'll hang out for a little bit and then we'll, you know, say good night. But um, thanks again, everybody for being here and I will see you guys again soon. Have a great night. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled and tap into our link tree where you can join our discord communities as well as our clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.